Are you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted by stress? Introducing stress management with imaging coaching, your ticket to a calmer, more balanced life. In this journey you will be taking with us here at Imaging Coaching, we'll equip you with powerful techniques and tools you can use to conquer stress, control, and transform your life. From deep breathing exercises to mindfulness practices, you'll discover the tools to relax your mind and body. Come join us on this transformative path and unlock a world of inner peace and resilience. Don't let stress hold you back any longer. Take charge of your well-being today with Imaging Coaching, your stress management team. Discover clarity. Defeat stress through Imaging Coaching at ImagingCoaching.com at ImagingCoaching.com at ImagingCoaching.com at ImagingCoaching.com Hey everybody, so I am back. This is Alayla. So I want to explain some of the things that you might have noticed for the podcast. First off, I haven't been putting out that much content and it's mainly because I have been having the podcast under a transformation. So the podcast is going under a transformation. As you can see, the cover is different from the original cover a change in directions. Well, that was the cover of my book when I printed it out and had it all published and all that. So that's what that was. Now, um, we got our own logo and our own cover. So as you can see, that's the logo that's going to be there for the podcast. It's still the same name, Improving Your Thoughts by Freeing Yourself. That hasn't changed. So that's going to probably always be that way. Let's get right into the topic. So the topic today is about support and why do we need it? This topic was a little touchy for me because I didn't know if I really wanted to speak on it or not. And mainly because of the audience. I don't want an individual to hear it and think that I'm talking about them because I'm not. I'm only speaking about truth and I'm speaking about experience and I'm also speaking about what I feel and how I've been feeling it. But I just want to just go ahead and just put that out there. So I'm not taking any jabs at you at all. I just want to make that clear. I am only simply giving information to the listeners so they can use this information to better understand their lives and what they are going through. So support. Why do we need support? I always wondered that. At some point, I really didn't care. And I always felt like whether a person supported me or not, I was going to continue to do whatever it was that I was doing. I always thought that I don't need support from people. But actually, that was a lie. Human nature, we look for support in in others that we're dealing with to support us, whether it's a family member, it's a spouse, it's a friend or friends, or it's 
a teacher or anyone that we find of importance to us, we want support. We don't want to just do something and not get any feedback from it or experience some type of pride coming from them. And I ain't talking about pride like the prideful of a man. No, I'm talking about they're proud of us for what we've done or accomplished or what we are doing. We want support. Problem is that we're not getting that. The more and more time continue to go on, the world continue to change around us, the less support that we're getting from the people we know. We find ourselves getting support from strangers. A whole person that we have no idea exists is supporting us. I saw some things and I witnessed some things and I always wondered about some of those things. And I wondered, you know, was it even necessary sometimes? And what I'm referring to is, okay, on Instagram, there's some rears that some of the content of the the audio says, I know you know this, you probably heard it because they are viral. It says, support your friends. Even if you just post or repost what they're doing on your feedback or on your feed, you don't even have to buy anything. Just show your support by letting them know that you are buying something from them. And if you do buy something from them, it don't have to be expensive. That kind of stuff is what I'm saying. I think y'all know what I'm talking about by now. Well, I have heard that over and over again. Matter of fact, I have even used it myself. And the thing is, is that there are a lot of small businesses out here and a lot of people who are going into business for themselves because the economy is not like it used to be. We are struggling out here. People are struggling. Even if you think a person has a lot of money, they struggle too because Every dollar that a person make, it put them in a certain bracket where they have to sustain themselves in that bracket or try to come up and get above that bracket. So it don't matter how much people are making, people are still struggling. And when there's a person who you say is your friend and you're finding out that they're trying to do something new, other than just work a nine to five, because I ain't nothing wrong with working a nine to five that I have done my entire life. I just recently decided to do something on my own than just continue to work a nine to five because I found out that I'll never get ahead working a nine to five. I would never get to the place that I want to be at just working a nine to five. I will always be depending upon my um, employer to give me a raise. And even with the raise that I have been getting as working a nine to five or being an employee is not enough. So I figured I need to do more with myself. I need to do something that I can make money, but it's something that I love to do. And that's where my business came about. It came about my experience in my life. So when you have somebody who you see is doing those things. They finally decide that they're done with just a nine to five. They're going to branch out and become an entrepreneur 
or a small business owner. And yet that's a difference in between the two. So the thing is, is that you figure out that that really you should figure out that that could be you. That person could be you too. But the problem is, is that instead of knowing that the other person get jealous or they silently go into the shadows and don't say anything at all, both of them allowed, I want you to know that whether you're pushing yourself in the background and being quiet and not saying nothing at all, meaning that you're not really showing any support, you're not reposting some of the content, you're not helping to be uh, ambassador or anything like that of the, your friend's business or something like that, or you're hating and you're saying things about the business, but it's taunting and tainting the business. That's a problem. Both of them to me are equal. And I say that because I do have individuals as friends that, and even family members, yeah, I post something on social media, they see it, they won't even click like, or they won't even comment. And with the rears and the news in the, um, what you call it, not the news feed, but the storyline, you can see who saw your content. You can literally see who was there. They won't click like, and sometimes they probably didn't even look at it. They probably just strolled right past it and went to the next one. That's a problem because it shows the heart of the person where they really stand with you and how they really feel about you. And I know I used to, and I stopped doing it. I used to repost anything of someone that I call myself caring for. I used to repost anything that they accomplished that was good. I reposted whether they graduated from college or they graduated from high school, I reposted and I always commented and said something good to them. Sometimes I even gave them some words of affirmation or something like that. And then I realized that they wasn't returning the favor. I wasn't getting repost of any of the things that I'd done. And I was like, okay, well, first I was like, okay, don't let that bother you. Don't even worry about it. But then... I started thinking when I heard those memes and those rears and the audio of all that, that people was putting out that I wasn't the only one who was feeling that way. And I'm like, huh, I really get it now. This is what's happening right now. So if you're one of the ones who have started your business or you wrote a book or you have accomplished something in your life, and you want to share it with everyone, and you do that, and your friends or your family, the, those who are the closest to you, don't comment or they don't repost, don't take it personal. Just look at it as an insight. You just gain an insight on those individuals, and you really truly know where they stand with you. It's sad, but it's true. Now, you don't have to stop being friends with them or anything like that, but just know that you're not going to get the support you're actually looking for from them. You are one of the ones who will get that support from strangers. You will get that support from other people. That's what's going to happen. And this is not new. This has been going on since the beginning of time. Matter of fact, this was going on during Christ's 
his reign, during his time when he walked the earth. He said it himself in, in the scriptures that he had to go away from the people from Nazareth and preach the good news to others. They received it because they didn't know him. They didn't look at him as the son of the carpenter, like the people of Nazareth did. And that's how people are looking at you, those who you are around, those who you have around you every day. That's how they're looking at you. You are the little girl who ran around with pigtails in your head to them. You are the little boy who used to get in fight at school all the time, every day. That's who you are to them. They don't see you any different. Even though you have changed, you have grown up and you have became a grown woman who holds your own and who is very innovative and experienced and have wisdom. You have became a grown man who has grown up, who is imparted with talent and they don't see that. And because they don't see it, you shouldn't waste your time on those type of people when it comes to support. Don't look to support. Don't ask them for support. Don't ask them to do your favor. Don't do it because when you do that, now they're going to be thinking that you owe them. Now you need to pay them something because they help you with your accomplishments, whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish, like your business or anything like that. You know, even God says that he don't share his glory with others. Isaiah chapter 42, verse eight. He said he does not share his glory with another. He just don't do it. You know, I have this story I had to tell. I remember when my son was in the foster home. When he first got taken by Child Protective Services, my when my brother and his wife, when they lost him, you know, and I told the story in previous um video, previous podcast about how I adopted him and how he became my son. He was my blood nephew and I got him out of the foster home and I had adopted him. It wasn't that easy the way it sounds. I had to go through some things to get him. But one of the things I remember was I went to court. When I got there, my mom and I both went to court for the first time to hear what was going on and to see if we had a chance of getting him back. I remember sitting in the back of the courtroom and none of the caseworkers knew I was there, especially the main caseworker, the one who was against us. And I said, us, I'm talking about the entire family on both sides. He was against my my side of the family and against my brother's wife's side of the family. She was against it. I meant to say she, not he. But the thing is that I remember sitting back, listening to the lies that she was telling the judge, telling the judge that I wasn't a good fit and she hadn't even met me. Keep in mind, we haven't even met each other. <laughs> she didn't even know nothing about me. And she just went on with some stories that made no sense. And that wasn't true. But when I saw her after the court was over and I walked up to her and introduced myself to her, she was like, she was totally shocked to see me there. Well, 
When I left the courtroom, my mom and I was heading back to her house. I was going to go drop her back off. And my husband at the time, which is my ex-husband, had something going on in Houston and he wanted me to be there for So I had to drive back to Houston to get to him and to be at the event. On my way to Houston, I got on the video and I was crying and I didn't care about what I look like and none of that. I didn't care about even if I would have went viral, wouldn't, I don't care. So I did not care about that. What I was doing was reaching out to my family members for support. And I was asking them for help. And no one was saying anything. No one said anything. No one tried to help me or give me any information that will help me get my nephew at the time, which was their cousin and, and also nephew and great nephew and stuff like that. It was just some of the, one of the things that really puzzled me. It, it really devastated me to a point where I started looking at those who was close to me differently. And I started questioning the love. Is it real love or is it just blood love? Now I'm telling you the difference between real love and blood love. Real love is when you choose to love somebody and you are actively showing that love through support and helping and comforting and all the things that you do, even just being there for the person, just being in their presence. That's real love. That agape love that God has. Now, blood love is the love that you was born into. You was born into that family and you didn't choose to be there. You just got there and God placed you there. And they say they love you because you are blood to them. And yet they don't do the things that real love do. They just claim they love you because they're blood related to you. That's the difference. So I realized that I was dealing with blood love. I wasn't dealing with real love, the people in my life. But I heard God loud and clear. When he said this to me, Isaiah chapter 42, verse 8. He said, no one. He said, I would not share my glory with anyone. It was loud. And I said, okay, God, so this is going to be me and you. And he said, and your mother too. She's going to be a part of this too. And I said, okay, so this is just the three of us. So what we do from here. And he provided everything I needed from that point on. And I end up getting my nephew, who is now my son. So with that being said, that is the same thing with you. When you are dealing with people who you think that is supposed to support you and they don't, do not take it personal. Go to God in prayer and ask him, is this Isaiah 42 verse 8 or is this something else? Because 
Are you putting me in a place, in a position where only you, God, going to get this glory for the outcome? Or am I over my head in this and I shouldn't be doing this in the first place? So with all this, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to fast. You're going to have to do a spiritual fast. You're going to have to figure out what you're fasting for. And you're going to have to fast. God is going to give you the answer in that. That's when you're going to get your answer. And you're going to know if it's Isaiah chapter 42, verse 8, or if it's just you that's choosing to do these things without the support of God. Remember, he's not going to share his glory with nobody. So I come to understand that you're going to be walking alone a lot of the times. And I'm when I say alone, I'm not talking about you are alone. I'm talking about literally you're not going to have people always there with you to walk with you in that journey. It's going to be you and God walking in that journey that you have embarked on because it belongs to you. It don't belong to them. That's why you're walking alone. Hmm. You ever thought about that? The reason why you don't have the support from your blood love people is because it's not for them. Now, when things pick up for you and you're doing well and everything is going right, that's when your blood love going to show up and they're going to be feeling like you left them out or you should give them a handout or you should be giving them something for free or a discount. All that kind of stuff happens. Now, what you choose to do with that is on you, but I'm going to leave you with this advice here. Be careful who you bring into your circle and be careful who you allow yourself to be connected to, whether they're blood or not so-called friends or not, be careful because the enemy will try to bring people into your life to tear what you built down. It's just natural. It's going to happen. He's going to bring people who are the closest to you and use all those tactics that they use, such as trying to guilt you into doing things for them, making you feel sorry for them to do things for them, making you feel like you owe them something when you don't, you don't owe them nothing. If they didn't help you get started with the business, baby, they don't, you don't owe them nothing. Okay. Just what it is. I don't care who they are. You don't owe them anything. Okay. So I just wanted you to understand that because you are going to be faced with those challenges when you make decisions on feelings and then actual facts, it's just what it is. Go with the facts. Leave your feelings out of it. Your feelings are going to lead you astray. It's going to lead you in the wrong direction. So do not rely on your feelings to get you results or to give you answers to questions that you're going to have. Go with facts. Use factual information. Because when you do that, <clears throat> you're going to be using logic, which is going to help you understand the truth and help you get to a place where you're making good decisions, not off of your emotions, but 
because of the the truth or the things that actually took place or didn't take place. I want to make sure that you understand that. So support, we do need it. Your support is going to come from strangers. Embrace that. Always understand that wherever God is taking you to, he's going to take you to the place that you need to be. And everyone who you're connected to just cannot go. Don't take it personal. I'm Alayla with Imaging Coaching. I'm signing out. Imaging Coaching LLC. Check me out. If you need some coaching session or you feel like that you need some help in some areas of your life that you're stressing about or that you haven't been able to get clarity or control of, reach out to imagingcoaching.com. Book your free consultation. It's one hour that you get online with on Zoom where we talk about whatever it does need to be talked about that you're dealing with. We get to know each other and we see if we're a good fit for each other. Once we have made that connection that we are a good fit for each other, then that's when you're going to sign up for the coaching sessions. You will go to the package It's called stress management. You'll go to that package and the plan section, and then you will book your you will book your first coaching session. Everything is done online. Even the coaching is done online. If you are in the Houston, Texas area, and you need coaching with body imaging, with your body image, because you gain a lot of weight and you want to, you know, work out and lose some weight, I can help you in that area where you will get to work out with me. I do work out. So there will be times when we can work out together. We won't work out every time together, but we will work out together and we can go to the gym or we could work out right there wherever you are in your home or uh, some area where you have clear space to just not be interrupted and we can do it on zoom. I do have a client that I do that with and it works out pretty well with her. She likes it that way because she's not in the same city as me. So sometimes I'm in a whole nother state and we'll get our workout in that way too. And then we'll do our coaching session where we talk and see where she needs help at and go from there. So just give us a chance and you do get four free coaching sessions. That's one coaching session a week. And with that, you get the opportunity to get the experience of what you're going to actually be dealing with, with imaging coaching. So give us a chance and give us a try. You have nothing to lose. You got four weeks of free coaching from me, Alayla. I will be the one coaching you in your first four weeks. And like I said, if we're a great fit, I'll continue to keep coaching you. Now, if I can't continue to coach you because we're not a great fit, then I will refer you to other coaches who can and who will most likely be a better fit for you. Just let's see how things go. I'm signing out. Alayla.